Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another new episode. Pretty excited that we've been very consistent with our every other week episodes recently. Um, But yeah, maybe in the future we can do every week. I don't know. We shall see. But today it's just me again. Uh, Sorry if you're missing Kaylee, but she should hopefully be back soon. Uh, Definitely to come on and share her birth story of baby number four, which I am super excited to hear because I feel like I've only gotten like snippets of it. So I am super excited and I'm sure you guys are as well. But yeah, today we're just going to jump right in. I'm chatting with Madeline today and she is sharing her story of her first natural birth well her first natural birth with her first baby and she gave birth in a birth center and she kind of talked about how her small little community was very used to the natural birth world and even home birth so it wasn't, you know, surprising and she had a lot of support, which was, it's always nice to hear that, especially with your first baby, like having that support all around you is so important. So yeah, it was really fun to talk to her and I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Welcome Madeline. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Why don't you start by telling us a little about you and your family? Sure. Um, I live outside of Denali National Park in Alaska. I work in environmental education and I live here with my husband and our dog and our will be one year old next week. When did you guys decide to start your family and how was your journey to getting pregnant? Yeah. Um, well, we got married in the middle of COVID and we were living in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> and so we like just had, uh, we had wanted to start a family quickly, but just like had a lot of <laughs> um, life things going on. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. And my husband is from Japan. Um, and so during COVID, we decided the easiest place to both live would be uh, the U.S. because we lost our our visas in New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, and so we came back to the U.S. And then he didn't have a green card yet and didn't have a job, and we're like, well, we can't have a baby now. Like that yeah. would be ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then in 2021, I got a job as a director at a daycare in Yosemite, and so you know, with that, you get free childcare and we're like, okay, I think maybe this is the sign from the Mm -hmm. universe. Yeah. And then actually right after we started trying, he got his green card. So it all kind of came together and we got pregnant super fast on our second month of trying. So you're, it was a little shocked. I was like, oh, I thought that was going to take a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. A lot of people say that. It's so funny. You're like all excited. Like, oh, when's it going to happen? Then you're like, oh, whoa. Oh, (laughs) I was like thinking about ordering like the fertility test strips or ovulation test strips and stuff. I was like (laughs) planning this out in my head. And I was like, oh no, I'm pregnant. Like I'm going to have to do it all. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. So how did your pregnancy go? Um, 
it was kind of up and down. The first trimester was just awful. It was summer. It was like a hundred degrees every single day. I was so sick. Mm. And I was saw an OB to begin with. Um, I ended up switching insurance so that I could get midwife care covered. Um, but I started with an OB and she was just, she was very much an OB. I went in and I was like, I'm so, so sick. And she's like, well, you don't need anything for it, do you? And I was like, oh, the answer to that question is no. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And I don't, you know, I did things very naturally, but like, I, I wish somebody had given me some medication so that I could just like eat and like oh. survive. Um, oh and I went to my supervisor and I was like, you know, I'm working 10 hour days. I'm exhausted. I'm throwing up every single day. And she's like, yeah, that's tough. Like, hmm. oh no, so I just felt like not well supported. And yeah, I mean, it makes things impossible. Um, I had that same experience with my second and it was like the first 20 weeks were just it was it was horrible horrible yeah. i mean i don't know how you possibly could have worked through that luckily i was like staying home at that point but oh my gosh i i truly can't even imagine working yeah it was it was brutal oh, working gosh. with kids and changing diapers yeah. and, like, oh my gosh no but it, it did pass it wasn't like a okay. full pregnancy thing yeah. like around yeah around 20 weeks like everything kind of yeah. simmered out and I switched to the midwives right around then too mm -hmm. um, and we were living in a super rural area we were about an hour from a hospital and we were two hours from the closest midwives so every month for the appointment we would drive two hours over to the next town um My gosh. In, like super near a windy mountain road um <laughs> just really exciting <laughs> adventure but they were just so great and so kind and you know, I told my husband, it was like, I just got to sit with a friend and talk about my pregnancy for an hour. Like, oh, I know the difference between, I mean, nothing against OBs, like people, some people absolutely love their OBs, but I have the same experience too, where, you know, you didn't get to, they didn't want to know anything about your pregnancy. They didn't want to know anything about what you wanted from your birth. And then you mm -hmm. switch to a midwife and and they're like, so how are you feeling? And you're like, oh, well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> like, and they actually want to know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a different experience, or at least it was for me. And it sounds like it was for you, too. It's just, it's so, it's clearly worth the two-hour trek. Yeah, that you absolutely. Had to take. So did you always kind of know that, um, that you wanted to do things a little differently and maybe possibly in a birth center or at home? Or were, was that kind of something you decided while you were pregnant um so my mom had home births okay. um and so i guess that seems yeah. normal yeah. to me like mm -hmm. um and my dad's a chiropractor yeah. so they're like pretty crunchy people in general mm -hmm. um and then i didn't actually like think about birth much at all until i was pregnant and you know, I went and saw the OB. I hadn't really like started thinking about what do I want to do, but so I got the prenatal care and I was like, okay, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. And then I read Ina May's guide to childbirth and I was like, okay. oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> let's go. Let's go with midwives. I want a natural birth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, I'm squeamish to like needles and doctors and stuff anyways. So it was yeah. like, I think even without the crunchy background, I probably would have gone that route. Right. And did you, was the birth center kind of like, a diff, uh, 
was that kind of what you decided to go with because that's where your midwives could deliver or did you actually consider a home birth like especially yeah. since your mom had home births I really wanted a home birth but okay. there was just nobody to deliver and I didn't feel comfortable yeah. doing an unassisted birth right right no that makes sense yeah that's gonna be the only option <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I guess most of the people around you then were pretty you know cool with hearing that you know you were gonna do a birth center birth it does yes. it seems like you know people are pretty open yeah. to that yeah and I like lived in this tiny little community like 600 people and I every single person I knew there had at least attempted a natural birth I knew a few people who ended up with a c-section or a hospital transfer but mm -hmm. and some people did do natural birth at the hospital um, oh cool the vast majority of people delivered with the same midwives I delivered with so oh wow that's awesome <laughs> that makes it very easy for you to kind of like talk about how it's going to go and hear from people who have had that same experience yeah definitely and i was working at the daycare and so yeah, it's just working with all of these parents who like yeah you know, had a baby in the last few years and we're like oh yeah how are the midwives doing <laughs> that's so cool yeah. i love that little like small town feel that sounds yeah. so cool to me <laughs> yeah it was really good and i think like really supported like my mental game when it mm -hmm. came to birth yeah definitely so how were you preparing yourself for a natural labor i mean i know you read Ina May. was there any other classes or you know any other things that you did yeah i read a lot of books um, the, other, <laughs> the other book i really liked was called expecting better mm -hmm. um and it like goes through like the the data on different birth options and so oh, okay i thought it was like really good like science education around birth that we don't mm -hmm. get in school at all mm -hmm. um, and then I listened to every single episode of your podcast <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love to hear that <laughs> yeah I listened to the birth hour and I really tried mm -hmm. to only listen to their like positive birth story home birth mm -hmm. stories birth center stories like um and that I thought that was just like such a game changer for me. And then I also like followed a lot of accounts on Instagram that actually show babies being born. Mm -hmm. um, because I was like, I just like, I don't understand. Like, you know, we're not educated on birth. I'm like, I don't, I can't imagine this happening. Mm -hmm. And so then like just having all of those images of like women actually giving birth, I think was also really good for me to like see it's possible and I can right. do it <laughs> yeah yeah and just like how normal it is I guess and how natural it is um it definitely yeah, is. yeah it definitely I, like, helps I tried like the dates and the red raspberry leaf tea and mm -hmm. massage mm -hmm. I just kind of like threw a little bit of everything in there I don't know yeah really <laughs> I did the oh. same thing it just makes you feel like you're doing something for your body that could yeah. could be good but <laughs> yeah I don't know if it actually does anything or not but <laughs> And I did walk through my pregnancy, but I wish I had done more intentional exercise and like yeah. worked out instead of just like walking. Right. No, I, I know. There's always more you can do, right? Well, at least, yeah. you know, if you want to have another one there, <laughs> you can try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Try that next time. How were you feeling as you approached your due date? Um, I was feeling pretty good except there was a COVID outbreak at work my two weeks before I was supposed to go on maternity leave oh, that's um, scary yeah and I was like already in that window so I was like 38 weeks so I was planning on going all the way up to 40 mm -hmm. um, and so 
the midwives were very clear that if you test that, that you will be tested for COVID and if you test positive, it's an immediate hospital transfer. Mm. And I was just terrified of a hospital transfer because I felt like my husband speaks English as a second language. And I, mm-hmm. I just felt like he couldn't advocate for me if we ended up having to go that route. Right, because you wouldn't you wouldn't have your midwives who know so much about you at that point with you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like the you know, he's very supportive of me, but like the medical terminology is just totally out of his right house. So mm-hmm. um I had my mom come into town just in case. I thought maybe if I had to have a hospital birth, I'd walk her there and she was gonna come help after the baby was born anyways. Mm-hmm. Um and then I stopped going to work. I worked from home for a week as I had a different supervisor at this point. And I was like, it is not safe for me to come to work. And he was no. like, it's not stay home. Don't. Oh, thank goodness. Um, yeah. And then I, I spent that week kind of wrapping everything up so I could go on maternity leave a week early. Um, and so that week I was 39 weeks. We went to my appointment. My mom was here, like absolutely dragging me up the wall. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then (laughs) I we went and took some maternity photos which I'll send you they're super cute we were like went into Yosemite and took photos with half dome and stuff that's Um, that's so cool yeah and then on Wednesday I um got a prenatal massage with somebody who was like certified in prenatal massages like Mm -hmm wasn't just some random person I was like, <laughs> what she was doing um and they had told me at my my 39 week appointment that the baby was posterior like turned mm-hmm. facing out and mm-hmm. it's not a good position to deliver in and so I was hoping like they said if you relax your pelvis it can help the baby turn and so I was hoping the oh, massage okay. would like relax my pelvis and turn the baby mm-hmm. and on Thursday I had listened to a pod cast episode on your show of somebody who like baked a cake while they were in labor oh yeah that was Jana, and I actually yeah. just had her on a couple of weeks ago with her second baby and I asked her about the cake and she didn't make one <laughs> yeah I, I listened to that she had, like such a fast birth she yeah like, well, I was thinking so it just funny. sounded like so great to like have something to do and yes, like yes and to not like just sit and focus on the contractions yeah yeah and yes. so I thought well if I'm going to try to bake a cake while I'm in labor I should probably practice the cake I want to bake because I like a very specific <laughs> idea of what I wanted to do and so on Thursday I made like a practice birthday cake that's so funny yeah um and then I also did like the miles circuit and the spinning babies inversion pose Mm -hmm. to try to try to get the baby to move um and then I I woke up at 5 a.m on Friday morning with you know just light cramping that was definitely not labor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you think like uh, is this something <laughs> I was in like deep denial so I was oh okay 39 and three Yay. I was convinced that I was gonna go to like 42 weeks my mom went to <laughs> 41 with both of her oh, okay. I was just like somebody told me it's genetic like how long- oh hmm how long you go I don't know if that's true yeah that's not I'm not sure me. <laughs> but, yeah so so you were having just like like little bit of cramps but it didn't but you weren't thinking it was like the real deal yet right I mean it was classic like everyone says I felt like period cramps uh-huh yeah uh, and I was like <laughs> oh, and I I'd had some like um 
uh, practice labor, mm -hmm. the, like two, uh, two or three times in the last like two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I, I thought it was that. I was like, this is going to go away. Like this happened before it went away before mm -hmm. like, it's that thing. Right. Uh, so I sent my husband to work. I was like, it's no big deal. Just go to work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think also like immediately my mom was like, it's labor. You're having a baby. And I was like, uh no mom not stop it I don't know and at that point I was like I had started thinking like oh my gosh I'm 39 weeks I can't sit in this house with my mom for like two mm -hmm. and a half weeks I mean, yeah seriously <laughs> like I love you but this is too much yeah exactly <laughs> um, yeah so I like I went and took the dog for a walk and on the walk I had to like stop mm -hmm. and like wait out contractions that I was like this it's not a contraction it just it just I have cramps <laughs> right yeah it's hard to know when it's the real deal especially if you've had that like uh, you know that pr practice labor like you said <laughs> before yeah. you know it's hard to know it is and then so we came home and I was I had texted the midwife and I was like I just so you know I have like cramps like mm -hmm. I think it's nothing <laughs> and she's like yeah text me in an hour <laughs> I think she like knew mm -hmm. um, and then I thought well okay this isn't labor but if it is like I have some stuff I have to get done <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and oh, I like right. did two loads of laundry I made the bed I like vacuumed everything I like got up on the couch and like vacuumed the ceiling <laughs> like, oh my gosh I have to get this done the baby yeah comes. has to get done <laughs> my mom and I made like the biggest pot of macaroni and cheese to like freeze some food mm, so that's smart yeah and then in the middle of like her trying to finish up cooking I was like oh this is real we need to go now <laughs> oh no because uh, the birth center was was two hours right it was two hours away and we oh had gosh. we'd like practiced a route that was a lot less windy um mm -hmm. to get there but it took a little bit longer oh my gosh so and i i wasn't like too worried about having a baby in a in the car we'd sort of like planned out what we would do if that happened but like mm -hmm. wasn't expecting a fast labor or anything and i wasn't yeah. that so no but that is smart especially if you have a long a long ride I mean it's good to at least be prepared if that yeah. if that happens and speaking of small town somebody actually gave me their like car birth kit they're like oh you're oh the next gosh. one here's the here's the town's car birth kit oh my gosh no way <laughs> yeah and then I passed it off to the next pregnant mom after me that like, is so funny <laughs> yeah so how was that car ride oof it wasn't too bad I think mm -hmm. the worst part was it took my husband about two hours to get home from work Oh no. He was like texting me. He's like, I could come home now or like we can do our lunch breaks here at work. And I was like, just do lunch breaks. It's fine. I'm mm -hmm. fine. This isn't labor. And then I texted him like 20 minutes later and I was like, no, it's not fine. Come home. Oh <laughs> and my he's gosh. Like, it's too late now. Like nobody's here. I have to cover lunches. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as he got home, I was like, get in the car, get in the car. Oh, I was like gosh. getting a little panic. But once we were in the car, it's fine. I was having contractions about two minutes apart. I was timing them. Mm -hmm. um but I would just like lift myself up off of the seat a little bit and like breathe mm -hmm. and I was like this is fine like and yeah. my husband was super calm my mom was in the back seat freaking out oh my gosh <laughs> she kept being like are we there yet 
are we there yet? How are you doing? How do you feel? Are we there? I was oh like, my God. stop talking. Yeah, Just not don't helping. say anything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had to, I had to throw up and I had to pee. And so we had to stop on the side of the road a couple of times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we made it. It was fine. <laughs> so how were you feeling once you got there? Were, were you like, oh my gosh, like it was getting like way more intense at that point? You know, it had gotten intense before we left and then kind of just stayed this like medium intensity. Okay. Like mm-hmm. through the whole drive and when we got there. So like, I felt like I could still like talk to the midwife, but then mm-hmm. when I'd have a contraction, it was like that took my full focus. Right, so, right. That makes sense. Yeah. I was kind of like that in-between stage, like mm-hmm. definitely real labor, but like, you know, transition definitely seemed far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, did they check you when you got there or did you not want to be checked? Um, I did not want to be checked. And the midwife actually said to me, you don't want to be checked. Right. I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) of course not. Don't touch me. (laughs) No, that makes sense. I I know some people just like, it makes them feel better. Like they know their body's doing what it's supposed to be doing, but then other people are like, no, because then it'll give me a false sense of how much longer this is going to be so it it just depends on the person but yeah did they, did they know at this point if if the baby was still posterior they didn't know and I asked and she said like now that you're in labor like I can't really tell like oh, yeah the uterus is so tight you like really can't feel the baby's position okay so mm-hmm. I was a little bit nervous about it but mm-hmm. I, I had two friends who delivered posterior babies at Mm -hmm. that birth center so I was like one way or the other she'll come out eventually exactly (laughs) that's so true (laughs) it's not the end of the world you know um so how are you kind of managing the contractions um I pretty much just like groaned or like I tried to make like a low vocalization noise like they Mm -hmm. say yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. Um, we made a lot of noise, which surprised me. I didn't realize I was going to be like a loud birther. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just like pulled on my husband's arms, like counter to the contraction. Okay. Um, which, you, you know, we're talking about having another baby and I'm like thinking about what I would do differently. I think I would try harder to like relax into it instead of like pulling tight. I felt like I had to have my whole upper body tense in order to relax my lower body Mm, that's interesting yeah yeah and we had like you know practice like hip squeezes and like different counter pressure and acupressure points and he tried a few of them on me and I was like don't touch me I I don't like that like at all (laughs) I know and you don't know what you're gonna like when you're actually in labor so you know it's just and it works for some people and doesn't work for others so yeah, I mean, you kind of just have to find what what works in that mm-hmm. moment. <laughs> yeah, and like I'd been really excited to get in the birth tub, and then I got in, and I was like, I was happy in there for a little bit, but then I had to get out and like go to the bathroom. I thought I had to poop, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. and then it was cold, and then I didn't want to get back in, and I was like, yeah, so it was it, that much. That's that's disappointing when you when you expect that it's just going to be this like huge relief and it isn't. You're like, oh, yeah. Everybody loves the birth tub though. Bummer. And then I actually yeah. tried it like much later in labor, and I just like was so uncomfortable. Oh, like I couldn't get in a good position. So right, 
just mm. I don't think the tub was for me right yeah. yeah okay so you know your contractions sound like they're very close together and then do you you know soon after do, does transition start like did you know when it was happening um so I don't know any like time stamp on it after that I like, very mm -hmm. much was in labor land yeah but it like that stage of just like having close together transition contractions lasted a mm -hmm. really really long time and like I was in the tub and then I labored on the toilet and then I labored on the bed and then I labored on the floor and like oh my gosh. yeah I think I did that like most of the night mm -hmm. um we'd gotten to the birth center around like 4 p.m I think um and then at a certain point I started feeling a little bit like pushy and so the midwife checked me and she said okay well she didn't tell me how far along I was she just said you know, like just try to breathe through the contractions. Oh, so you're like, oh man. I was like, oh <laughs> not, no, like not, not I thought like yet. at least I'm like a nine, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it turned out I was, I was okay. like a nine, <laughs> but mm -hmm. like, I think I was like kind of stuck right there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, I tried to breathe through it for a while. And then eventually I was like, can you check me again? Can you break my water? Like, what can we do? And she's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, let me check. And while she was checking me, she like accidentally broke my water. <laughs> I don't, yeah, <laughs> I think like probably at that point, it's like hard not to. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. The, that water was probably just like bulging, like yeah. ready to go anyway. So maybe it needed a little extra push. <laughs> yeah. And then she said that I had a cervical lip. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and she tried to like push it back. Mm -hmm. Um. And then maybe like 10 minutes later, she checked me again and it had like come back over, oh, I guess. Geez. And so she pushed it back again mm -hmm. and that time it worked. Okay. So and then so it then was time to push. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, okay, you're ready to push. Was, was it a relief when your waters broke? Yes. It was yeah. such a relief. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm and sure. I, I, I had felt like you know, I mean, I guess like that was pretty much transition. I didn't have mm -hmm. like a specific moment. A lot of people are like, and then I wanted to give up and I barfed mm -hmm. and I had barfed quite a bit throughout labor, but uh, towards the end, I guess I just had nothing left. So yeah, <laughs> you got it all out. Yeah. Yeah. We had like done this rhythm of like, you know, I'd throw up and then I'd have another contraction and then I'd have a contraction where my husband went and emptied the barf bowl and then he'd come back and then I'd have another contraction and then oh. I'd throw up again. <laughs> like, oh, that's awful. Yeah, it was awful, but I was like so much just in labor land. I, I know. Like, don't even care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like, well, no, I know what you mean. Like, you're like, this is just normal. <laughs> this is just how yes, we do it. <laughs> part of my body now. <laughs> Oh, that sounds, I mean, just thinking about that now, I, I had that with my first where when I was pushing, I would push and then throw up and then push and then throw up. And it was just like, just, it's so exhausting on your abs. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how we do it. I know. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. It's crazy. Bodies are so, yeah. How did pushing feel then? I mean, you were clearly so ready to do it. Yeah. And at first I had a really hard time like getting, like doing it right. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And my midwife had me like try a bunch of different positions, which was super helpful. She'd been really hands off the whole time, um, which was nice. Yeah. And then when it came to pushing, she was like much more hands on. And I really appreciated that because I like, mm 
that's when I started feeling like I like needed help. <laughs> yeah. And she clearly was so in tune with you that she knew like, okay, this is what we need to do. And that's, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. And so she was like, well, let's switch to the bed. You know, some people actually do like pushing on their back. You could try pushing on all fours on the bed. So we did that. We tried the back. I just like couldn't get any like traction going. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had labored on the toilet for a long time and I liked that. So she suggested I try pushing on the toilet. Mm -hmm. And the minute I sat on the toilet it was just like excruciatingly painful. It was like the only part of labor that was like really, truly painful. Yeah. Like in my pelvis, like mm -hmm. my, the bones in my hips hurt. <laughs> And I like leapt off the toilet, like mid contraction. Oh my gosh. And then like, I guess my husband was holding my hands, I think. And he helped me get onto all fours on the bathroom floor. Mm -hmm. And that was the right position. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I stayed there the rest of the time. <laughs> right um, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's and probably I the last place that you would ever expect to be right to be fair it was a very nice bathroom so oh, good yeah <laughs> mood lighting and these like wood decals on the wall oh nice <laughs> does it happen to also have a toilet in it <laughs> right exactly <laughs> so how yeah, long so were you pushing there was it a long time I don't know it felt like forever my mm -hmm. midwife told me later like the whole entire pushing phase from when she said I could start pushing to when the baby was born was about an hour oh okay that's not it bad wasn't then super long yeah no but it really felt like she was like, her head was stuck on my pelvis for a long oh, time. Okay. And I felt like with every push, I could feel her like pushing against my pelvis, but not going anywhere. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then I just like got a good push and I could feel her move past my pelvis. Oh my gosh, what a relief. Um, and then after that, it was like fairly quick. Mm -hmm. And I think I was like, I had been like kind of feeling frustrated with her being feeling like a little bit stuck I wasn't mm -hmm. scared like I knew that was normal and that yeah you know with some effort and some positioning she would come out right. um, but after that I think like that frustration maybe I like pushed too hard like I oh felt yeah the ring of fire and I was like just push through it like that's great it means she's coming out and if you just keep pushing hard like she'll come out Oof. and I like talked to her I was like just tuck your chin down and I'll push extra hard and like we could do this oh <laughs> yeah she like I gave a big push and my midwife was like okay slow down and I did not slow down and she just flew out all at once <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> wow <laughs> that's awesome got her out quickly and yeah. in the end there you were just <laughs> yeah. like over it at that point yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah so yeah. how did you feel after she was you know finally here yeah I mean I was really really happy I didn't we didn't know the gender okay and I had sworn up and down the whole pregnancy that she was gonna be a boy mm -hmm. um and the midwife very swiftly I don't even know how she did this she like passed her through my legs to me mm -hmm. and I picked her up and I checked and I was like oh it's a boy and my midwife was like, you should look again. <laughs> and she's not a boy. She's a girl. <laughs> and then they helped me up onto the bed and I delivered the placenta. And then as soon as the placenta was out, I just felt like kind of horrible. Like a lot of people are like, I was, I felt so great. My body was so in tune. And, but I think because I'd been pulling and I 
you know, I'd done like a lot of squatting and a lot of all fours, like mm -hmm. my shoulders hurt, my chest hurt, my hands hurt. <laughs> like, I just like had a lot of pain. And they also gave me a shot of Pitocin right after I delivered the placenta. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they said you're bleeding quite a bit. It's like the high end of normal and we'd feel more comfortable with the Pitocin. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes. And I think if I did it again, I would ask them to wait. Mm -hmm because I was so swollen. Like my neck was really swollen. My face was so swollen. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And I didn't realize at the time it was because of that, but then I like read up on the side effects of Pitocin. Uh, and you think it could have been obviously, you know, making you just feel well afterwards yeah. too. Yeah. Oh man. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not what you want, especially after, you know, all this amazing experience. And then you're just like, ha finally have your baby. You want to feel amazing. Right. You're like, what, what did I just go through? And now, right. yeah. But they like, they gave me some tincture and some tea. They gave me ibuprofen. And then mm -hmm. I felt much better. So it was like, <laughs> I didn't have that like immediate birth high, but then I had it like after. Oh, good. Good. After, yeah. And, and did I you like love did you love being at the birth center with like like so cozy and like yeah. homey feeling? It's super sweet. You know, like they have like a full bed and my husband laid down on the bed next to me. And then I had a tear. So they gave us like the golden hour. You know, we just like hung out with the baby. Um, my husband got to cut the cord and they kind of left us alone for a little while. And then I texted my mom and she came over and they like came in and assessed my tear. And then they had my husband hold the baby so that they could like stitch up the tear that I had. And it took a really, really long time. It was pretty like big tear, oh, no. um, but it was really sweet. My husband fell asleep and the baby was sleeping on his chest and like, they looked so cute. And I like at that point very much had the birth high. I like couldn't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> usually a pretty introverted person and I just like couldn't stop talking <laughs> the whole time. I was like very aware of it too I was like sorry I'm talking so much oh my gosh that's that's always so annoying when you're like why can't I stop like yeah stop. And yeah we needed somebody to talk to <laughs> yeah yeah so they sewed up the tear they helped me take a shower and then we went to like a airbnb um it was actually owned by the midwife's mom <laughs> um, <laughs> because they do it they require an in-person 24-hour checkup okay um and so it just doesn't make sense to drive two hours home right and then drive two hours back the next morning <laughs> yeah so is that is that like what people typically do if they aren't close enough yeah okay standard procedure for mm -hmm. everyone from my town who delivered in this next town over <laughs> gotcha <laughs> yeah um, but uh, at least they make it easy for you like that's I mean that's pretty nice yeah so yeah she was born at like 5 a.m and then we left the birth center maybe around nine and went over and stayed the night at the Airbnb and then the next morning the midwife came to us there and checked on me and her mm -hmm. and then we went home and how was your recovery it was Okay, my mom was there for a week helping, which was really nice. She just mm -hmm. like cooked and cleaned and 
complained that's really that she nice. didn't get to hold the baby enough and you know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you're like she's mine yeah <laughs> not um, letting her go but I think like day four we had a zoom appointment with the midwife and the midwife was saying that the baby looked really jaundice mm. and then the next day I thought she looked even more yellow and the midwife had said like she's okay today but if it's worse like you need to go to you need to call me and we probably need to go to the hospital Mm -hmm. um, and so the next day was Saturday and it looked worse <laughs> and I called the midwife and she was like, you need to go to the hospital. So we went to, there is like a tiny little hospital, like 10 minutes from our house. And we went there and they tried to draw blood and they didn't do a heel prick. They tried to put like a tube in her hand Oh, and they couldn't get it in. They were like holding her down and screaming. <laughs> like I, it was so awful. Oh my was, gosh. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know. And then they stopped trying and I was crying. And mm -hmm. then the nurse was crying. Oh my God. My husband like yelled at the nurse, like, it's my baby. It's like, why are you upset? <laughs> oh no. It sounds like a horrible experience. It was horrible. So then oh. we drove two and a half hours to a major hospital and went oh to the ER and got a heel prick from a professional. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she was fine. Like, I guess it's good to have it checked on, but like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It was so awful. And I was like, you know, very much still healing. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, going out, we were gone all day long. That sounds horrible. Oh. Yeah. And they only would let one parent into the ER at the main hospital. Um, oh my gosh. So I took her in. And so then like, I was holding the baby and I was walking around and. Oh no. Yeah. It was it's just like it was something awful. you really want your husband there for because it's like this brand new baby. I mean, you don't even, you know, know how to like care for them completely. Yeah. Like, that and like I needed to pee the whole time, but I didn't, I hadn't like tried to hold her while I went to the bathroom yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want to try it. So I just like held it the whole time. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Ugh. I'm so, then, I, I can't even imagine how happy you were to go back home at that point. Oh my God, I'm so happy. But after that, like my healing didn't feel like it was progressing the same. Like I felt mm -hmm. like my tear really hurt after that. Mm -hmm. I felt like, I think I had maybe popped some stitches. Mm -hmm. um, and like, it just never felt right after that. Like it was like healing badly. Um, I'm also not the kind of person who like has to always be doing something, but I, I had a really hard time like not getting up and switching the laundry over or like getting yeah. up and making food or mm -hmm. you know I had people to do it for me but I, I had a hard time not not doing things and I think next time I'm really just gonna lay in bed for like yeah as long as I possibly can you, yeah you totally should especially after that like where you can you can see that even just you know standing up for too long being on your feet I mean it it wasn't helpful in your recovery whatsoever so right yeah just lay down as much as you can i mean if you can and you have somebody to do that stuff for you just take take that yeah <laughs> for sure so besides you know your recovery would would you do anything differently in your birth um i would love to have a home birth mm -hmm. you know we live in alaska now so again we're we're two and a half hours from the nearest hospital here um, but we are on the road system. So I've looked into it. There are some home birth midwives. I don't know if it will deliver this far out. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. 
That would be, yeah, that would be awesome. And it sounds like, you know, you'd be a good candidate since you already had a birth center birth, like you, it would be just normal for you to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think like, as long as I had a normal pregnancy, I would feel pretty confident that yeah. we would know before the birth started if anything was going to go wrong. Right. Exactly. So, awesome. Yeah. So do you have any advice for moms who may be considering a med-free birth? Um, I think the most helpful thing for me was having heard so many birth stories mm -hmm. and just having all of these little tidbits in my head to like keep me going. Yeah. Um, and also just knowing a lot of people who had done it. And yeah. you know, if you don't have that in your community, you can get that through, you know, the internet and through podcasts and yeah. Um, you know, I'd heard all of these different stories and all these different things women said to themselves in the middle of labor to keep going. And while I was in labor, I thought about all of those things and like, mm -hmm. I didn't have any particular one technique, but just like this, this whole toolbox of techniques to like, think about mm -hmm. was really helpful to me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just knowing how many women have gone through it before and, you know, it all works out and the baby comes out. So you just have to, yeah, yeah you just have to get through that. Yeah. And I really did feel like it was like a head game. Like I believed mm -hmm. I could do it. And I was so sure that this was the better option than a hospital for me mm -hmm. or like a medicated birth. Yeah. So that really is like, there's one way, there's one way through it and, you know, right. have this baby. So, yeah, exactly. So do you have a way our listeners can get in touch with you? Um, I have an Instagram Okay. And check what my handle is. <laughs> <laughs> it is, oh, it's Mads the Mermaid. Mads, M-A-D-Z, the Mermaid. Okay, perfect. We can, um, we'll link that just in case anyone, you know, maybe someone out there in Alaska has some questions for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never know. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope that you are enjoying the podcast. And if you are, please leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Birth Naturally. And if you go on there, you can actually see some new merch we have. So we hope that you guys like those designs. And yeah, until next time.